Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Kyle. Get your shit together. Nice. I think we have a we have a good working relationship there. We have an agreement where I'm the one that cusses. I'm yeah. the bad guy. Good cop, bad cop. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I like it. Works. It. it works. I like it. Wh- which one am I? You're the bad cop, oh. definitely. Ooh, Johnson. Oh, sorry. Dang. Seeing this one as a rookie, Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, our sound guy, just looked at me because all of our levels just spiked. And he shit his pants. <laughs> I think you broke something. You gotta get your shit together, Sam. <laughs> get you some baby wipes, bro. Some diapers. It's all those hip hop concerts when you're a teenager. Oh, man. Is it bad that that's the meanest thing I know how to do? Is just like slam your hands on the table. Yeah. Like I don't know how yeah, to be a bad cop. You did good. Yeah. You've been watching movies. Listen here, see? Yeah, like Lego. Yeah. Movie. Oh, see, I do like that. Yep. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Ready for today's episode, Kyle Reed? I am ready for today's episode, Rohit Rohila. All right, I like it. So again, as uh, as Kyle just said, I'm Rohit Rohila. And as Rohit just said, I'm Kyle Reed. And we are your co-hosts for the GYST podcast. Yeah. So welcome back if uh, you're an avid listener. And if you're not, welcome. Welcome. Hopefully this isn't the first one because I know as you found this podcast cover intriguing and you wanted to take a look at it, you went all the way back to episode one and started with us from our meager, humble beginnings when we had about six listeners. Yeah. And all of them were related to us. Yeah. It was only, you know, cousins, sisters, yeah. brothers, whatever. <laughs> that was always fun at the beginning, taking a look at, like, just the demographics of where people were listening from. Yeah, it was crazy, right? When we got listeners randomly in other countries, like uh, Germany and, like, Japan or something like that, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. It's like, how did this even reach that? I guess Google Circles recommends random things. Yeah. I don't know that. To me, that's the fun part is just taking a look at that kind of stuff and yeah, you know, just seeing where it where it just grows and where it goes and oh, it's kind of fun. Yeah, definitely. So uh, today is going to be a good one, everyone. Uh, today we're going to talk about big decisions. How do you make them? What do you do when you're faced with them? It's not the easiest thing to do. Uh, I think I'll kind of speak a little bit of. About this because I've recently made a huge decision. What have you made a decision on lately, Rohit? Uh, I have left my current place of employment. What? So, yeah. And it was interesting. I was not looking for anything else. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then this opportunity just popped up. And one of the major reasons why I was even giving it attention was because it was so outside of my comfort zone. Like, just drastically outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I did, which I'm sure the majority of all of you guys do whenever you're faced faced with a tough decision, is I made a pro-cons list. And so, just nice and simple, sheet of paper, here are the pros, here are the cons. And what I came up with for the cons, it's the friends. I mean, I, th- I think anytime you're making a big decision like that, you know, whether wait, wait, it's... Your... Wait, what do you mean cons? Cons if you take the job. Yeah, yeah. Things Got that it. I would be losing. Got but, it. You know, all my friends. Uh, I was like, <laughs> friends are your cons? Yeah. Like, wait a second. <laughs> it's familiar. It's comfortable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But taking a look at all those things, you know, 
especially when it's familiar and where it's comfortable, how do you describe your comfort zone? Like, what's it feel like when you're inside? It's yeah. familiar. It's comfortable. comfortable. And that's when I knew I had to go. Warm and fuzzy. Yeah. And for the pros, I put new skills, uh, growth. And then last on my list was the bump in money. Mm. It wasn't that important to me as, as the skills that I would be getting. And so even though I made a pro-cons list, Kyle, for me, once I realized that everything in my cons is a list of everything that's inside my comfort zone, like I said, feeling comfortable and familiar, I just knew for my own growth, it's time to go on. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was pretty it, tough. It took you a little while, too. I remember talking about it a few times. Yeah. You were, you were trying to find a reason to stay, it seemed like. It, looking back now, I was. Yeah. I was. I mean, I I sp- even spoke with one of the, actually two of the VPs at mm-hmm. the company, um, senior two senior VPs at the company about this opportunity. Um, and, and you're right. I was looking for any reason to stay. Yeah. And in the end, I think this podcast really helped me because... I would take a look at everything that we're doing and everything we're talking about, and all of it's about growing as an individual. Mm-hmm. How can I, in my heart, tell people that they should step out of their comfort zone and do things to explore life if I'm not willing to do the same thing? It's tough when you have faced with that same decision, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It changes things. It does. Because now emotion is involved in the decision, right? When you are coaching others or advising um, to others, right, mm-hmm. as we talk, we can't learn. The yeah. more we talk, the less you learn, right? But you also can assist in making decisions without emotion. So when you're not in the situation, it's much easier to analyze all the outside forces and the pros and cons and take a look at those things and make a business decision, so-called, if you will, yeah. um, because you're not emotionally attached. And one of the interesting things about this, so I took a look at my cons list, right? And the biggest reason why I didn't want to leave is my friends. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I wrote down all my friends that, so the, the company is, what, roughly 1,500 people or so? Uh, uh, yeah. Um, and so what I did was, I mean, even though I'm friends with almost all of them, there's still at the end of the day just, you know, maybe 20 or so that you really want to keep in touch with, the people who really matter. That um, many? For me. I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so one of the interesting things was I wrote down everyone's name that I wanted to keep in touch with. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at that list and through Facebook, through texting, like I keep in touch with the majority of them. Yeah. And there's only one person on that list that I felt I would lose the friendship with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, Jake Peterson. Ooh, Jake Peterson. Jake Peterson. My man. And it was interesting because as I was coming up with this decision, I asked him if he wanted to go for a walk. So we go for a walk. And it was probably the most uncomfortable conversation he had ever had. It was so much fun. He's probably like, what? Yeah, because I was like, I was like, hey, I've got this new opportunity. It's really good. But one of the reasons why I don't want to leave is I feel that our, I don't know if our friendship is strong enough to continue. And I really value you in my life. And you could totally, he was like, um, you what know, you mean? What, what? what's going on here? You know, because as guys, we're not used to talk about our feelings. No. And especially Jake, I don't know if anyone's ever talked to him about his value in their life. <laughs> what are you trying to say about the guy? I don't even know if his wife has told him that. Yeah. Probably not. 
I'm just kidding. Jake, your wife loves you. And if not, I do. Yeah. Roy does too. And the good thing was, is from that, like, our friendship is so much stronger now. Yeah. All because of stepping outside of my comfort zone and his comfort zone and and making that happen. Mm -hmm. So even though there were some cons, I addressed those cons, took care of them, and then I was comfortable making the decision. Yeah. So what, what are some things that you've done in the past, you know, when you have a tough decision? I think you said you've made pro cons list before, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty similar. A lot of times I do them in my head, um, or sometimes I'll, I'll doodle them. Like if I'm, it's usually I'm in the middle of doing something, and I realize that it catches my attention, and it causes me to drift my thoughts away to something else, right? Yeah. So I'll doodle them down at that point. Um, one of the things was, Transitioning to a new role at work. Uh, this was a while, a while back now. But at the time, um, I really had to think about it. It took me like a week or so to decide. And it was pretty much in my hands. It was like, here you go. Here it is. Take it. And I was like, oh, uh, hold on a second. <laughs> Wait a second. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Um, but that was the same thing, right? So it's it's pretty similar to what you wrote down for, for the pro side of things. I'm going to start with the positives, not the negatives. Ooh. The pro side of things was... Um, the experience in that particular field and the way that I could grow as an individual. Um, individual growth was something else I wrote, as well as being able to completely control my income, right, to, to more directly affect it in this particular role. It was a um, a change in pay structure as well as uh, total pay, obviously, right? So that all came into play. And then the cons was... Um, Leaving the group I was comfortable with, leaving my department and uh, my work family, if you will, right? Yeah. We talk about how your work becomes your family because a lot of times you see them more than you do your family in a week. Yeah. You got to work with these people eight hours a day. You take away your commute. You at, By the time you get home and get things prepared, whether it be for dinner or doing laundry, are you really spending time with your family and your loved ones? Like, do you really get a chance to do that? Like that quality time, too. Exactly, yeah. right? So... Your, your work, your co-workers really become your family after a while. So that was my comfort zone. And another thing was stepping more into a more strictly sales role and out of a sales enablement marketing type role, sales support type role and stepping into a more salesy role. Um, did I want to have sales goals consistently? Uh, so I had to think about those things a lot, right? Um, but I think that the pros outweighed the cons in the end and I transitioned over and I having a great time doing it. I love it. I love the experience I've gained from it. Yeah. I mean, I can tell just from being a friend, um, you've changed quite a bit Yeah, since you've gotten this role. Yeah. I think it's given you a, almost like a greater sense of focus, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, now you are responsible for your paycheck. Yeah. I feel more challenged as well. I think that might be it too. I think I was a little stagnant. I was comfortable and I felt like I did my job well and it didn't, take as much focus or um, preparation to do my job well as it does now. Yeah. I think, yeah, that makes sense. And it controls my paycheck. Yeah. Let's do, I, you know, I got, I like top ramen every once in a while, <laughs> but I don't want to have to live on it. <laughs> and so why do you think it is when people are faced with big decisions? Uh, the, the example that I'm going to give real quick is work. Mm-hmm. Because I think both you and I are, are similar. Both of our things have had to do with work. There are people I know who have been at their job for 10 plus years mm-hmm. who don't like it at all. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Tell me about it. Or they're in a, a role 
that they're not happy with. Mm-hmm. But it, there's something pre- there's something preventing them from taking the steps necessary to move forward. There's that fear of the unknown that we've addressed before. Mm-hmm. There's sitting on nails that we've addressed before. But why? I mean, it's it's painful to see, especially when you when you and I have made the decisions that we have. Yeah. We both had some major career decisions changed in the last six months. And we're looking back and we're thankful that we made those calls. Absolutely. Why is it so many people are afraid to do something about it? That is a very good question. Fear, I would say. Um, insecurity. Yeah. And lack of faith in themselves. Um, people use the word faith a lot in a religious sense, but I, I think it has... A much more broad meaning than that right if you don't have faith in yourself to perform or to be able to complete this task at hand mm-hmm. um, how can you make a decision like that how can you decide that you can move forward and you can transition to a new role or a new job or a whatever a new stage of your life whatever that is if you don't have faith in yourself and your abilities do you think the decisions that you and I came up with would be different if our marital status was different because we're both single. single. Yeah. Um, we're just waiting for you to pop the question to Emily. Yeah, she's waiting too. <laughs> That's another big decision I got. I actually wrote it down too. I don't have a pros and cons list for that yet. There's no cons. Did you say you were single? On paper, when I do my taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Claire. No, I'm not single, single. Just legally, just okay? I'm taken. I'm taken. Happily taken. <laughs> Wait, can I have Emily's number then? No, you cannot. <laughs> but, um, but do you think like if, if we were married and and had kids, how how much would that have impacted the decision that you made? A lot, probably. Um, it's hard, to, so it's hard to take myself out of the mindset that I have today to go there and to do that on air in a podcast might take some time, and there might be a little bit of dead air here, folks. So <laughs> we may not want to do this right now. Um, but yeah, absolutely, because I think you have more people to consult and you have more people relying on you. It's not just yourself. Yeah. So now you, you're probably under more pressure, right? I would imagine. Um, to me, though, I think that that would give me all the more reason to do it because now it's not it's not just about me. It's about everybody else. So I, I got to step up. I got to do whatever it takes. I don't... To me, at that point, it's not a choice. You got people to take care of. You got to do this. Yeah. So you, you don't have the opportunity to be selfish. Um, I think that's how I would think about it, I suppose. If, if I was married with children and a mortgage and everything else, right? You know, I'm, I'm pretty blessed right now to be in a position that I'm in where I don't have a huge mortgage or anything like that. But I'd like to own a house one day, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I one day soon, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like it's in the distant future. Um, but yeah, I would absolutely say that would make quite a bit of change to the decision-making process and change the speed of that decision-making process, I would imagine. What about you? Yeah, well, here's a little sneak preview for the audience. Uh, next week's episode oh, yeah. is going to be about visualization and uh, and working towards your dreams, and we're going to give you some some step-by-steps on uh, on how to get Why you got to give up the ghost, man? I know. Well, just for the future. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's interesting because exactly what you said about the house, you know. Yeah. Uh, if we don't take that reflective look and we're just going to get stuck saying someday, 
Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting that you just brought that up. Because, I did. Yeah, if, if, if you don't take a look at your current situation... Mm -hmm. You can never change it. Yeah. Never. You have to understand where you're at today and not be complacent with it, but accept it. Be okay with the realization of it so you can understand what it is so you can make changes to it rather than just saying, oh, I'm okay with this and then moving on, you mm -hmm. know. If you're truly complacent and you're you're happy, then I'm happy for you. But if you're complacent and you're not happy, then you got to do something. Yeah. You yeah, know? I think that's something that you have had a great impact in my life for. I've, I've got huge lofty goals mm -hmm. that are constantly changing and I'm yeah. constantly moving forward. That's what I want to do with my life. Mm -hmm. But I think what I've done in the past is take a look at people who are content with their lives and almost looked at them like, don't they have any ambition? And I think what you've done <laughs> is help me with that. Because it's not a negative thing to be content. Mm -hmm. But I had kind of thought it was because it wasn't something that I was doing. Yeah. You know, I think about... I think about Pinterest and, and, you know, Facebook posts of all my friends who are really into bodybuilding. And what they do is, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for you. And you're five foot four, 120 pounds. Right. <laughs> like, well, I'm, I'm happy that, that you found this passion in your life, that, mm -hmm. you know, you went from A to B. Yeah. But I feel like they're almost bullying at times on people who don't want to do that. And who are content with their current weight mm -hmm. and, and health and, and whatnot. I am. But I always felt like they're almost chastising me for, mm -hmm. for not being as aggressive. And without realizing it, I was doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I think some of the things that you've helped me do is realize that I was doing that. Judgy McJudgerson. Yeah, it's true. I was there. Yeah. It's tough too, right? Yeah, because sometimes I, sometimes I do the same thing, I think, sometimes. So it's hard to think about that is... Um, we judge others on their actions, right, and their mm -hmm. results, and we judge ourselves based on our intentions. So a lot of times you'll see or hear someone's intentions and wonder why they haven't done anything yet, and you just look at that. But you don't look at what yours may be yeah. all the time, right? So it's like, it's tough. So I think when you're facing a tough decision in life and you want to know which way to go, I think if you can... If you can just take a mental time out for, for 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, I mean, you owe it to yourself if this is really a big decision. Mm -hmm. And take a look. If, if the choice that you're about to make, is it inside your comfort zone or outside your comfort zone? Is it going to help you grow at the end of the day? That's what's really important. Mm -hmm. If you're staying somewhere because it's familiar, it's what you know, it's safe, that's great. But I think as human beings, we have... Take a look at trees. I don't, I don't know who said this. Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> but trees don't say, you know what? I think I'm tall enough. I'm going to stop growing now. <laughs> but why do humans? God, I wish I could remember who said that. But, but one of my mentors said that. And it was brilliant because human beings are the only species that prevents themselves from being the most that they can be. Hmm. Anyone else is, is fighting in their... Plants are growing, uh, trees are growing, animals are growing. It's this silly thing called a brain that we have. Oh. We let that shit get in our way. Yeah. It can be a help and hindrance. 
(laughs) (laughs) No, you're good. It's cool. Yeah. I like when you do that voice. Because you always do that voice when you do Kevin Hart impersonations. Which one? (laughs) When you're like... I can't even do it on demand, though, but I know what you're talking about. No, he's... I'm not ready. Oh, he wasn't ready. Yeah. Something. I, I can't even... I can't do it right now. You I'm did that on a previous episode, too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> ridiculous. So, yeah, I mean, pros and cons is good, right? I think that's the, the first thing that a lot of people will look at, whether it's inside or outside your comfort zone. Um, what are some other things that we can do when faced with a big decision? I mean, I think I would involve all parties it would affect. Mm-hmm. Right, so if you're married and you have kids, or if you have a significant other, or you know some sort of family, uh, or, or the people relying on you, involve them in your decision making process as well. Get an outside look. Mm-hmm. Um, as we mentioned earlier in this episode, it's easier for others to make decisions for you because they're not emotionally attached to the decision. So, so not to let others make the decision for you, but also to to get a glimpse of what someone who's not emotionally involved in the decision, to get a glimpse of what their outlook is and weigh that with your pros and cons. Mm -hmm. And the feedback you get from all other parties that are involved in that decision and would be affected by that decision. You got a lot of notes over there right now. Yeah. um, I just thought of this fantastic recipe for curry chicken. (laughs) You are so Indian. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Could you email me that recipe? <laughs> well, if you're writing it down, I guess. Snail mail. Whatever. Oh, so this is totally off topic, and it's it's funny for some reason. Mm-hmm. I was talking to one of my friends on the phone, and they were talking about how um, how Indians like a lot of spices and stuff like that, right? Yes. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, no, it's, it's not true. I mean, it's just, we just happen to have a lot of spices in our stuff, but it's not like we go out of our way to add stuff. And as I was talking to her, I realized I was cooking a frozen pizza. And by this point, I had already put seven different spices Extra. on there. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what's that? Um, this is going to be off topic too, but I have to know right now. Ahmed gave me a, um, a non type of bread. Uh-huh. That had like potatoes and spices and seasonings in it. Oh yeah. What what, what is that called? A brata. A brata. Yeah. Okay, I'm probably saying it poorly, but that's what. So it's he probably gave you what's called an aluka brata, which just means uh, a potato. Brata. Yeah, it was very thin, just like a regular. And it had like stuffing in it. Yep, like smashed potato stuffing and lots of seasoning spices. Um, yep. It was pretty delicious. That would be an aluka brata. That that my friend is delicious. And I love mine with ketchup. Do you really? <laughs> I really do. You're so you're so Indian American. <laughs> I would um. So they're you know how they're Are you round. Sure you're not Filipino. <laughs> Filipinos love ketchup. You know how they're round. Uh-huh. I'll put ketchup like a big thing of ketchup right down the middle, and then I roll it up. And roll it up. Yeah. And eat that way. And my mom would always look at me like, "What are you doing? <laughs> you're such a disgrace." <laughs> oh, that's too funny, man. Oh, that was I, a big decision in my life. What? To uh, to put ketchup or not, and I'm glad I did. <laughs> what are the pros and cons of putting ketchup on your um, aparata? Don't laugh at the way I said it. I know it's wrong, damn it. I don't give you tough English words to say. Come on, man. Every Indian word is tough for me to say. <laughs> oh, man. Sam's just shaking his head. Sam the sound. Yeah. Wasting time, that's what we're doing. Oh, <laughs> hater. He's just mad because he speaks Cambodian. I can cut it out. 
He just mad because he has to edit all this. Edit all this bullshit. Yeah, you know. Um, big decisions, man. Big decisions. I... What's wrong? Somebody just... Was that you that just coughed? Yeah. I think so. Blew up my eardrums. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I like it when you make fun of it. I digress. I digress. So you know what this reminds me of? What's that? This reminds me of the times when we used to take shots on air. We have not done that. I've been drinking beer and watching soccer. Yeah. El football. Americano. Mm. Um, so, so, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm just going to talk about the notes that I was writing. Oh, yeah. Please do. So, I think a lot of times when people are faced with a tough decision, it's because of two things also. One, it, and both of these come from a lack. Either one, they lack the necessary skills, or two, they lack the necessary knowledge. Mm. But in both cases... You can learn the skills or get the knowledge you need to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's phenomenal tools out there, but I think I think sometimes we get so overwhelmed with the fact that we don't know how to do something that we just don't do it. We let that be the obstacle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this podcast, I mean, we didn't know what we were doing. No clue. But we keep improving week after week after week. We hope you agree, listeners. Yeah. And it's... It is that. We didn't know how to do this. No. But, but you learn. You get those skills because those are skills that you want. Yeah. We could have paid someone to do this podcast for us, right? To, to do like the sound like Sam does, right? Mm-hmm. We could have paid someone to do it. But no, we were like, oh, let's get Sam to do it for free. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Sam's looking for money right yeah. now. He's... <laughs> I thought I was getting paid. <laughs> he's, he's a struggling local rapper. <laughs> <laughs> He has a written song in uh, I don't know how long. It's my own struggle. Damn you. It's a personal struggle. Yeah. What did they say? The struggle's real? The struggle is real. Yeah. Sam, you are faced with a big decision. you got to write a damn track. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But I think, you know, talk about the podcast. Like, we didn't know what, how to do this, but we knew we could pay someone to do it, but it would be more valuable for us mm-hmm. and for the podcast if we got those skills. And so and what did we do? Saved money. Save money and learn the skills and learn the skills. You learn most of them. I just still know how to talk. That's yeah. about it. And write down notes. Yeah, but I could figure it out though. Perfect. You don't look like you believe me. You're right. You are not doing shit next week. I'm gonna do everything. No, I ain't gonna take on that task right now. <laughs> it's busy time right now. I'm a little stressed out with the workload and <laughs> yeah, stuff. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to plan a wedding like I'm in. right. He should have planned ahead. Right? I told him to. Amit, if you're listening, you probably should have done all the stuff you're doing today, yesterday. Mm-hmm. So you could have joined us today. And you're a day late and a dollar short player. Ooh. You got big decisions to make. Ooh. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think if, with that being said, before we ramble on too long, um, big decisions. When you're faced with them, what do you do? Do you face them head on? Do you take a look at your loved ones and the other people that would be affected by the decision and have discussions with them? Um, really, I think what's what's most important before you even do any of that is this pros and cons list. It, I can't overstate this enough, right? It seems so simple and it seems like everyone does it, makes a list. Um, but really, make sure you take a moment, take time, step out of the situation, write down everything that's good and everything that's bad, what you would have to lose, what you have to gain. And what that can do for you going forward. And if this has nothing but growth for you, then then why not? 
Carl, and <clears throat> I know you're in your uh, no, summary stage. No, no. Oh, never mind. Okay, no, please continue. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um, just really quickly with the pros and cons list, I think the reason why that's such a powerful tool is what do we always talk about? Emotion gets in the way. It Absolutely. clouds our judgment. Mm-hmm. So making a pros con list, that takes emotion out of it and you're just straight logic. What mm-hmm. makes the best sense for you? True. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a moment because some of your pros and cons may be based on your emotion, your feelings, because yours yeah. were your friends. Friends, familiar, comfortable. All those are feeling based. Yeah, exactly. And then when I take a look at my pros, wow. Logic. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Wow. I mm-hmm. didn't... Wow. See, we have our it takes a minute. too. Yeah. It takes a minute to realize wow. that, right? After you write those things down, they become based on emotion. So you can't really realize these things until you write them down and really take a step back and look at them. And Rohit just had a moment, folks. That's huge. Because if you take a look at it, we we always talk about, same thing like what you said earlier, right? <clears throat> it's something that you and I have, it's a phrase that you and I have used often. We base other, we judge other people based off their results, but we judge ourselves based off our intentions. Mm-hmm. Intentions, logic. Results, emotion. Or no, other, other way around. Other way around. I was like, wait a second, you got that back. Attentions, yeah. emotion, results, logic. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna I'm gonna look at you. Kyle, you said you wanted to do A, but you're doing B and you're not there, so I'm gonna question your commitment level now mm-hmm. because I'm just looking at the straight facts, the logic. Yep, the results. Me, I said I wanted A, but I'm at B. Well, Kyle, but you don't understand. It's because of this, this, and this, and it's all my emotions get in the way. Yep. If you make a pro con list your cons are going to be all emotional based in your logic. A lot of times it will be because yeah. that's what's you, you're trying to find reasons not to move towards this. Oh it's a yeah. Goal or not. Right. So that's why your detractors, your cons become things that you are convincing yourself are reasons you need to stay where you're at. Wow. Good shit. Wow. So with that being said, folks, when you are doing this pros and cons list, take a moment, take a step back. You know what? Take a day. After you do your list, come back and look at it the next day. Discuss it with someone who's not emotionally attached. Discuss it with someone completely outside your circle. And and you'll you'll really see that a lot of times the decision is just outside your comfort zone. Um, I recently bought a car. I had to buy a car when I got back from Peru. That was a pain in the ass. I just spent a bunch of money yeah. traveling to go visit my brother in South America. <laughs> Come back and my car took a dump on me, so I'd buy a new car. I'm like, man, do I really want a car payment? I was afraid of that, afraid of that commitment. But I kind of had to do it. Like, the, In that case, in that scenario, the pros outweighed the cons in every scenario because I wanted to buy a new car anyways. I wanted to get something all-wheel drive for the winter, yada, yada, all that good stuff. So it was, just a, it was really a reason for me to just go ahead and do it and make the leap. Um, but yeah, it was all the cons when I was looking at the situation were reasons yeah. why I didn't want to let go of extra money every month or whatever that is, right? So, oh, silly stuff. Um, but yeah, so with that being said, the two-minute takeaway, again, when you're faced with a big decision, take a look at the loved ones around you that it would affect. Write down the pros and cons list. Come take a look at it the next day after you make that list so you can really make sure that you're emotionally detached when you're reviewing your pros and cons so you can really see these things that that stick out when you write these down and where that comes from, where it stems from. Um, then I think you'll be really equipped to be able to make the decision, make the most sound decision that makes the most sense for you and your family or loved ones. 
um, or just yourself if it's just you, right? Because that's important. Have faith in yourself. Know that if it's knowledge or skills, you can always gain those things, right? And uh, and move forward. This was a huge episode for me. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Great job. Thank you, Kyle Reed. You're welcome, Rohit Rohila. Should we hand it over to Robin Olson? No, 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 no. Wait, we gotta get the plugs, man. Come on. So, um, everyone's listening. You know, yeah, I know it's your bad. <laughs> it ain't my bad. It's your bad. <laughs> Everybody who's been listening every week, loyal listeners, thank you. Continue to tune in to us. Give us your feedback. Write us. Email us. You know how to reach us. Um, Kyle at GYSTpodcast.com. Roy at GYSTpodcast.com. Sam. Is it Sam or Sam name? Sam. Sam. S-A-M at GYSTpodcast.com. And a couple other uh, members, they're not here today. I'm not going to go over all of them because it's too much. It's just, it's just too many. You're not but, here, you don't get it. Yep, you're not here, you don't get it. But the Facebook site, facebook.com slash GYSD podcast, instagram.com slash GYSD podcast. We'll post a couple of pictures from tonight's episode. Uh, leave us your feedback on iTunes. Uh, please, please, please take a look, send it to a friend, recommend it, give us 10 stars. I know it's only five, but we need 10. Give us 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, leave some comments. Yeah. So now, that being said, Take it away, Robin Olson. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.